0: It's podcasting time! This is Just Another Jerk, Dispatches from Japan. I'm your host, Jonathan Isaacson. Please remember to subscribe, rate, review the podcast, wherever it is that you cast your pods. Probably Apple Podcasts, maybe Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, anyone? Anyway, still, I'm trying to keep the podcast on something of a regular schedule. Probably not every week, but maybe every... Other week or so. Today, let's talk about medicine and healthcare and the way insurance works in Japan. I've been thinking about this because in the past couple of weeks, the whole family has been to the dentist, I have been to the doctor. I mean, no one is in any sort of danger or anything. I mean, yes, the coronavirus is still going around here in Japan. But the country has been able to keep it at kind of a manageable level. There has been a cluster at a Kabakura, which is uh, it's a type of bar where young women employees are paid to engage the customers in conversation. And yes, there are versions with young attractive men as well. Um, but anyway, that's kind of another topic. But yeah, apparently a whole gaggle of folks, like got 50 people or so, have caught the rona at this bar. And what I have seen, kind of off the record kind of reporting that the prefecture and the city they're having a bit of a problem trying to do all the contact tracing um but you know still that's it's still a fairly small number especially when you compare it to a place like the U.S. but you know we're getting off topic none of us here in the house me my wife the cats our kid no one has caught the rona we're all safe My doctor's visit was just a routine check-in to get a prescription refilled. The dentist trips, uh, daughter, she's getting her teeth cleaned. My wife had her wisdom tooth taken out. I had a wisdom tooth checked, and it's probably going to have to come out too. Um, It's been way too long since I've been to a dentist, but, you know, whatever. Uh, But yeah, everything, all that I mentioned, was extremely affordable. You might even say some of it was cheap. I mean, seriously. My wife's wisdom tooth surgery, something like 2,000 yen, so what, 20 bucks to take out? I mean, yes, there is insurance, but I mean, isn't that how medical insurance is supposed to work? So let's first talk a little bit about the way Japan's healthcare system is set up, and then I'll give you some anecdotes about how it has worked in my life. So Japan has universal health insurance. It's a bit more complicated than a simple single-payer plan. There are some people, me and my family included, who have coverage through work. So from what I have read, there are six different groups, different categories of insurance through employers. So being employed full-time at a private university, I'm covered by the private school and teachers' employees mutual aid association insurance. There are other divisions for, like, local public workers, so people who work in City Hall. National public workers, so anyone who works in any office that is under the direct control of the national government. You know, I would presume that also includes national universities. Um, There's also seamen's insurance, which I'm guessing is for fishermen and fisherwomen and other people working in boating-related jobs. Ferry workers, maybe. Uh, Longshoremen. I don't know who all fits under that, but that's another category. So there are, I think, six categories of kind of of the employee insurance. And that covers a lot of people. And if you're not covered by one of those six groups, there is the national health insurance. I was covered under that uh, when I worked at a small, private English conversation school for two and a half years. So the whole system, it's not as simple as, The government runs all the insurance sort of setup. It's it's there is no NHS. But everyone has health insurance. Okay, almost everyone, there are a small percentage of people who refuse, but it's basically everyone. It is mandated that everyone has health insurance. There's no penalty for not taking it, but this is Japan, so there doesn't really need to be, so the vast majority of people have their health insurance. The costs are scaled to the person's income. So it varies from person to person how much they are paying, but the coverage is the same. So everyone pays 30% of doctor's fees and prescription medicine costs. Uh, Well, I I shouldn't say everyone, the majority of people. The percentage goes down as you get older, so the the elderly, the the senior citizens only pay 10% of medical fees. Now, there's also supplemental insurance to cover things above and beyond. And from what my wife tells me, almost everyone carries supplemental insurance. I mean, we here, we, we, my family, we do have policies, um, and I guess they're a good idea. I mean, I'll talk a little bit, a little bit more about that later. So, one other important factor in the Japanese medical insurance system, the whole medical system, is that the government sets prices hospitals and clinics are told how much the maximum they can charge for a service or procedure is. I mean, I think they're allowed to charge less though. I'm not certain about that, but they cannot charge more than the government mandated cost. I mean, there's a fairly detailed Wikipedia article about healthcare system in Japan. Um, that's the, that's, that's what it's called healthcare system in Japan. Um, And from what I've read of it, it's more or less accurate so far as I can tell. I mean, Wikipedia, so disclaimers, a lot, a lot, a lot, all that. I mean, Wikipedia isn't as bad as it's often made out to be. I mean, sure, yes, there are inaccuracies. But for a rough overview of basic topics, Wikipedia is actually an okay, decent source just to get your baseline knowledge. Um, But yeah, if you want more details about Japan's healthcare system, have a look at Wikipedia. What I want to do now is talk a little bit about my experience with the system, because having lived here for something like 16 years and having had various injuries, other happenings, regular checkups, medicine and whatnot, you know, medicine, I've been taking this medicine every day for more than 20 years. Um, I mean, there's a birth, all sorts of various other things. You know, I've had a lot of different experiences with a lot of different doctors, different institutions, and overall, the experiences have been mostly positive. Now, let me say up front that I've had at least some Japanese language ability from the time that I arrived here. So I've always been able to communicate at least somewhat with my doctors and nurses in their first language, you know. And that makes a difference, because... A lot of the places I have lived haven't been the most cosmopolitan locations within Japan. I mean, Kisakara, the first place I lived, this little rural town on the coast of Akita, Sea of Japan coast. There's not a lot of English speakers, you know? So speaking English has made a difference. But it has also meant, sorry, not speaking English, speaking Japanese has made a difference. Speaking English. You know, my I do my doctor now speaks English, but that's you know, neither here here nor there at this point. Um But speaking Japanese has also meant that when I did live in the Tokyo area, there was no need for me to search out the English speaking physicians and doctors. You know, I could just go wherever was nearby and convenient that had decent reviews on the Japanese hospital clinic websites and whatnot. You know, because, yes, Japan has those, you know, rate your doctor sites as well. So, speaking the language makes a difference. You know, and I understand there are a lot of perfectly understandable, good reasons why people living in a country that is foreign to them, there, there are lots of good reasons not to learn the language. So, I'm not, you know, here to say that people not learning Japanese living in Japan are wrong, But I will say that if you have the resources, the time to do so, learning the language really does improve your quality of medical care that you can get. So let's talk about some of the, you know, other things with with doctors, Not, not just the doctors themselves, but things about wait times. Well, it's not been a huge problem in my experience. Yes, there have been times I have ended up waiting over an hour to see the doctor, but most of those times have been when, you know, have been cases I didn't have an appointment. I mean, in a lot of cases in Japan, you don't need an appointment to see the doctor. I mean, yes, some clinics do require appointments, but a lot of the places I've gone to have at least, you know, some days of the week where you can just roll up whatever works for you and the doctor will see you. You know, after you wait your turn, of course. And that's really useful if you have a sudden pain or an injury. You know, there's no need to go to urgent care or whatever. And, you know, that's been the majority of my doctor's trips. I don't make an appointment. I mean, of course, most of the time I'm just going to get a refill on my prescription. Like I said, I've been taking this for 20 whatever odd years. You know, and sometimes I don't need to see the doctor. I just Just the nurse. The nurse will check, you know, my vitals and the doctor will sign off and I get my medicine. Simple. Hop over to the pharmacy and I'm good to go. No appointments done in, you know, less than you know, the whole thing from entering the entering the doctor's office to leaving the pharmacy less than an hour. Half an hour sometimes. Uh, but yeah, for major things, yes, it is better if you can make an appointment. But even then, you know, it's not that I've had any problems personally making appointments. I have heard stories of places that are, you know, well-rated, you know, having no appointment, splo- appointment slots for a couple of months. But and here's, another, here's another nice thing about the medicine system here, the whole medical system. If that's the case, you can just go to another clinic. You know, there's no worry about finding something that's in-system or whatever other BS that people have to deal with in the U.S. I have never had a problem going to a new clinic for the first time. None whatsoever. You know, I have walked into internal medicine clinics, um, ear, nose, throats, dermatology, uh, orthopedic clinics, eye doctors, dentists. I've walked into pretty much everywhere with no appointment and no problem. You know, first time, nothing, no no worries. You know, and, you know so yeah, I mean, finding a doctor, getting in to see the doctor, it has been, for me, super simple. I know this is purely anecdotal, but the system has worked for me. And it seems so much better than what I hear from my friends and family in the U.S. And most of the stories from my friends and family that I've heard, they're not even the horror stories from the system. They're just the everyday "Eh," stories from the system. So, I mean... I know that there is an argument that a lot of good comes out of the U.S. system in the form of, you know, cutting-edge research and new treatments and the like. And even if that is true, you know, I'm not in the position to say one way or the other whether or not that's true. Even if we grant that there are good parts to the U.S. system, there is something fundamentally wrong with the system in the U.S. that can produce so many horror stories. You know, people having to ration their insulin people going bankrupt because they had a medical emergency there's something wrong with the us system i don't understand how people can say the system is good it's not working japan system for me for my family one story, you know just one case it has worked one more thing that you know japan's government has done to kind of help families is make a lot of childhood medical checkups and immunizations and whatever free. Most of the time, when we take our daughter to the doctor for whatever, it doesn't cost us anything. Or if it does, it costs us, you know, a thousand yen, like, you know, ten bucks US. You know, I know there's a lot of connection, you know, also to Japan's incredibly low birth rate, you know, encourage families to have kids by minimizing the, you know, or sometimes outright eliminating Childhood medical expenses, so, I mean, yay for that. It makes having a kid cheaper, because you don't have to worry about doctor's fees. You know, even when our daughter was born, the costs were pretty minimal, despite my wife and daughter staying in the hospital for about a week. Now, this wasn't due to any dangerous complications or whatever. In Japan, new mothers do tend to stay in the hospital at least five days, which my wife actually, if you ask her, she was happy for that, because it helped her recover a bit, you know, from giving birth to a kid before having to go home. Now, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of Japanese families carry some sort of supplemental insurance on top of their regular health insurance. And my family, no exception to that, you know, thanks to my wife. And I'm not exactly sure how the math worked, but if I remember correctly, our supplemental insurance paid us slightly more And the hospital bill for my wife and daughter's hospital stay when she was born. So that was cool. You know, I mean, the hospital bill itself wasn't all that much, you know, even, you know, with, like, say, a a week in the hospital. You know, but like I say, every procedure, every drug cost is regulated by the government. There is a maximum that the hospitals can charge. So, yeah, I guess Supplemental insurance is worth it as it really does help offset, you know, those those long term hospital stays or made from, you know, major surgeries and things. I mean, those two in Japan will almost assuredly come together. If you have a major surgery, you will stay in in the hospital, even if even a lot of things that U.S. don't consider people in the U.S. don't consider major surgery. I mean, Japan, really, we haven't done so much. You know, outpatient surgery, that just isn't really a thing. If they cut you open in any way, they're almost assuredly going to keep you at least overnight for observation to make sure nothing goes wrong. Again, this is something neither here nor there for my current discussion, but it's just a difference. You know, one last point I think, you know, that is worth talking about is something that you hear a lot when you move to Japan with regards to getting medicine from the doctor. And what you hear all the time is that, oh, Japanese doctors will give you tons of medicine, even if you just go in to the doctor with a bad cold or, you know, something like that. And I'll be honest, I actually haven't had that experience. Most of the time when I've gone to the doctor, I have gotten what I think is a reasonable amount of medicine. Now, I have known people who have gotten a lot of medicine from the doctor for a fairly simple sickness, something that in the US you might you might not even go to the doctor, but there are other reasons why you might not go. Maybe you don't have insurance, maybe whatever. But it's not as bad as I was led to believe. I mean, a lot of times I have gotten the, you know, use as needed painkillers when I go to the orthopedic doctor, you know, like my knee is killing me or whatever because I've had a few knee problems, but Usually, I end up not needing the painkillers, but it's nice to have strong-ish painkillers when your knee is just in pain. So, yeah, as I say, most of my experiences have been positive in Japan, dealing with doctors and pharmacies and, you know, whatever, other healthcare professionals. And, you know, never, not once, have I had to call the medical insurance company. So, winning! Winning! And I guess that's where I'll end it today. Hopefully, like I say, I can keep this fairly regular schedule once every two weeks. Eh, We'll see. No promises. But we'll see what we can do. Please make sure you subscribe wherever it is you get your podcasts. Make sure to rate us. Rate us. Rate me. Give, Give the podcast a review if you're feeling nice. And please share with a friend. And you can find the Twitter for this podcast at justanothercast, all one word. You can get bite-sized nuggets of Japanese history over there. There's also a Facebook page. Um, search for Just Another Jerk Podcast and like the page. You can get the history nuggets over there as well. Please send any email to podcast at gmail.com. I'm always happy to get suggestions or requests. I haven't gotten any yet, but who knows? Fan mail? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? No? Oh well. On that note, I'm out. Peace.